Welcome to episode eight of the OzNZ Community Podcast. I'm your host, as always, GTR, and we have a very special episode tonight. We have Camo in the house, and we can't wait to talk to him very soon. But before that, as always, we welcome our panel of co-hosts. Uh, g'day, Pete, Eva, and in Alpha's shoes tonight, his uh, temporary replacement, now Alpha's not able to join us, is Just Chill. Welcome, guys. How was your last fortnight? Pete, g'day, mate. Yeah, it was good. Um, just had a pretty cruisy week at work, and yeah, just general back at it sort of deal. Nothing really new. It's all good. How about you, Eva? Yeah, I've had a, a very, 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 very busy last couple of weeks. Haven't really done much on the server. Um, just been um, basically just getting along with the game and keeping myself busy that way, but trying to keep uh, my head above water at the moment because of all the work that I've got. But um, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here for another week, another uh, fortnight, and um, looking forward to um, drilling camo. I mean, having a really nice chat to camo. Absolutely. Um, and uh, in, in Alpha's place tonight, um, Alpha is um, unable to uh, make it due to uh, personal reasons, of course. Um, it is just chill. Welcome in Alpha's seat, mate. How you going? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm going well. How's your uh, last fortnight, Jill? Pretty good. We just we had online school for the, the two weeks, but last week we were back at school again, which was different and... Yeah, just doing, getting used to my new classes and stuff. Good stuff, mate. Get stuck in the books. Very important, as we know. So, um, good luck for the year ahead, buddy. And um, thanks for jumping in tonight and um, and stepping in for Alpha. Anytime. I'm good. No, look, it's been a pretty crazy week. Um, I've been, actually had a good week. I've been on annual leave myself, so I've had a pretty relaxing week. But, yeah, I was just going to run through a few things tonight and um yeah see how we go um well eva we have a interesting topic that we want to discuss tonight introduce it and we can um have a chat about it and go from there you want me to introduce it now oh my god yeah we'll get we'll get you started off uh so i suppose you know it's been it's been almost a month now we've been talking about um you know, the auto-matching, how it's been affecting the game and all that sort of stuff. And um, I think it's a step in the right direction. There's a whole lot of people that aren't pulling their hair out, trying to work out when and how and why and what. Um, And they're now just getting stuck into playing the game. So I reckon that's awesome. Yeah, it's certainly certainly, um, taken everybody... um, It's it's come in with a bit of a bang, hasn't it, Uh, auto-matching? Look, I, personally, for me, I've not really um, gotten into it so far because I'm not in the CC team, so I, I haven't really seen it take shape personally. But you guys have. You guys could probably go into more greater detail than I have. But I um, think it is a step in the right direction in regards to making the game, how should I say, fairer in a way. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. It, I mean, most of, most of what we saw... You know, over the last year or so, it was, you know, the teams doing their, all their their best to try and avoid other teams. And there was the top 10 that were staying away from, you know, the rest of themselves. 
Um, I mean, Camo could weigh in on this, but uh, we'll talk to him maybe a little bit later on. We'll, we'll ask let's, him a couple of questions about it too. Yeah, let's, um, let's save that for, for Camo later, yeah. I think it's given people one less thing to think about and more time to just enjoy the game. Also, no more setting your alarm for in the middle of the night to start a match. My friends always say that automation is better. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in on that one, Brobot. Um, we know your mate over at the uh, FS server has uh, got a few things to say on it, that's for sure. Well, look, I, I just think, you know, if we take away if we take away that sort of ability, I mean, you know, come with that comes a whole lot of other issues, I suppose. But and I'm sure we'll talk about those issues with Camo. But um, look, you know, it's it's one of those things. One less thing to think about. Uh, more time to just play the game, and you know we don't have to worry about you know who's circling up above and which shark is looking for a, an easy feed. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. not that not that they were sharks or anything like that, but it just you know it wasn't fun being on a team that was basically you know being annihilated. Um, well, one thing um, our podcast producer brought up before Mori, 42 points big shout out to 42 if you're listening mate g'day we uh we miss you on the server buddy so come back anytime soon made a suggestion in the fingersoft server about the auto matching in regards to if a player leaves mid-match uh from the team their score if they've posted a score remains in the match it doesn't get taken away and it stays whereas at the moment if a player leaves uh, their score goes with them as well, which, well, your yeah, players are starting to use that as a tactic in regards to not purposefully losing matches, but making sure that they don't get a certain number of points or maybe losing matches so they can get an easier match next one. I can see that working in one way, but at the end of the day, if you don't get enough points, you drop out of CC. So you can't you can't purposefully lose too often to try and get a, an easier match if the end of the day you're not going to get the points so maybe it's only going to work on close matches but like one way or the other you you've got to win to keep in cc yeah that's correct that's right i don't know well um i'm sure i'm sure camo will have a spin on it and um you know maybe we need to get reese back yes um we uh that's something that we want to um discuss further and um yeah by all means I've been saving up some doozies for him when he comes back the second time. I was I was too shy the first time. I was like, oh, I don't want to ask him that. No, no, I can't ask him that. Now it's just going to, I'm going to rip the bandaid off and go hellbent for leather. Right, you're going to roast him when he comes on here, aren't you? Not roasting, not roasting. Just asking <laughs> things that I thought I should have asked the first time, but was too scared to. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. I think it's more of a, a light browning, not roasting. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it's a great topic to discuss further on, and um, we'll probably get to that a little later. But there, there is something I want to chat to you about, uh, Eva, is um, the tactics in regards to scrapping. Yeah. Now, what what is your intake on scrapping? When is the right um, when is the right time to scrap for the lower GP players? We know okay. for the higher GP players, look, it's scrap, scrap, scrap. Get to eighty thousand wait a month for it to whatever it takes about i think it's 27 days or something but 
Is this more for the low, lower GP players, you reckon, for scrapping? No, this is, this is for people wanting to build GP, right? So my alt is now um, 14 months old. It's at 7,700 or something like that. Um, yes, I've put some money into it, don't get me wrong. It is on VIP. It's getting 60 gems a month. It's getting all the extra chests and all that other stuff. But this, this advice is more for people who are trying to build GP and trying to keep um, using their scrap to help them build GP. So, you know, you're building scrap, you've got, you've got all this scrap. My suggestions are to use the scrapper every day. So make it, a, make it part of your thing, you do all your daily cups, and then you open up the scrapper, um, use the only excess button, of course, because that way you're not scrapping stuff that you might need. Um, and then on your first run of scrapping, instead of um, just scrapping everything from left to right, top to bottom, go through the list of stuff that you've got and scrap the extra legendary and epic parts you have first. So the first 200 parts that you scrap are all going to be all legendary, all epics. So, and that'll add up. Like you might get, you might get, you know, three or 4,000 parts in scrap that is going to take 16, 17 hours, right? Now, if that's the case, um, using your VIP ad or the VIP or the ad, you get to take eight hours of scrapping off, right? Yep, that's right. And you right. can do that's that correct. twice. You can do that twice a day. So if your first scrap, your first run of scrap is all the epic and legendary parts, you use those two eight-hour scrapping cycles to take as much time off as possible. And then if you wanted to throw some gems at it, you can. Otherwise, you have less time to wait. And then from there, you would then scrap, you know, the all the all the normal parts um, that basically give you 200 points, 200 points of scrap. And I think that's I think it's just over two hours for um, 200 points of scrap. So, you know, by doing it in that order, like making sure that you're doing legendary epic first. Um, it means you're getting the most advantage out of your advertisement eight-hour scrap or your VIP button scrap. Um, hey, is it is it bad that I can't be bothered watching the ad to get the free eight hours? <laughs> well, if, if you don't want to watch the ad, that's your prerogative. <laughs> um, and I, I don't watch... The, on, my, on my main account, I don't watch the ads at all, even though it's not VIP anymore, the main account. Um, I don't do any cups on the main account because, you know, I do the daily grind for the daily daily racing. Um, I do the um, team events and all that sort of stuff. So I'm not doing any scrapping on my main account. I only do a scrapping after every um, every team event, basically. Um, and even then, I'm just using the... I, I actually watch the ads to get rid of the eight hours and then just let the rest just run out. But you don't have to watch the, you don't have to watch the ads, you know, that's up to you. Right. Um, yeah, for the for the newer players and for the newer accounts, um, they are not going to be able to access the XS button until they reach a certain amount of GP. Is that correct? Yeah. No, not, not so much certain GP. Um, the only XS button appears when they've reached maximum parts for that particular part. That particular part. So whichever it may know, be, whichever it may be. So you might not get the only XS button until you know, maybe two or three months into the game or 
um, you know, years into the game if you're, yeah. if you're going really slow with, with building GP. But yep. if you're doing a whole lot of cups and you're opening cups and you're opening the chests at the end of the cups, um, you know, you're going to get a, a whole swag of parts over time. Um, and at that point, um, I do it with my with my alt. At the end of my um, my my uh, ten ten cup wins, um, you know, I, I go in and I empty the empty the scrap and um, clear it out and all that sort of stuff. But again, it's just um, it's just something I do and it's something I've been working on. And like my current alt has eighty thousand in scrap, um, and I've. I've got. I've been building coins because I haven't been spending any coins or scrap. One thing about the scrapping, especially with your legendaries, you could have like, I don't know, mono fuel boost or thrusters for the mono, and you're like, oh, well, I, I never need this part, and I'm gonna scrap it and use that scrap on something else. Well, you, you keep the scrap the part when you get it, because there might be a team event where you might have to use mono with that. Uh, part and you, you scrapped it and you only have it low level well yeah it's it it's it's it it's that's that's interesting because with with the scrapping of, of those legendary parts I always got told from a very uh, early part into my um, HCR2 career to never ever scrap any legendary parts and I stick by that till this day yeah and also when you when you do scrap the part when you when you get max GP, you'll be you'll have to use all this scrap you have just to get that one part max because you've you've spent you've scrapped all the legendaries from it. Yes, that's right. Yes. So do you know how much scrap you get from a legendary part? Is it four thousand? I believe it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Four thousand per piece. Per part. And what yeah. about an epic? Wait, no, wait, it's not. I think it's eight hundred per part. Oh, something like that. It costs four thousand to get it to one part up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. Might be. Might be. Okay. We'll, we'll 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 look into that. We'll come back to that one. Um. That's okay. okay. So we'll come back to that. But 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 basically, um. Yeah. Look. Look. When it comes down to scrapping, guys, the the important thing is is to always scrap your excess and to also do what Eva said. Just. Make it part of your daily routine, um, you know, because it's otherwise it'll build up over time. And as soon as you get to those higher GP numbers, we're talking over seven, eight K GP, your scrap builds up quite a lot. And um, you know, before you know it, after a few days, it'll take some time to uh, get rid of the um, the the common parts, especially because they build very quickly when you're opening up chests. So. Uh, yeah, make a part of your daily routine, I guess. Yep. And um, Pete, you you want to weigh in on the um, scrapping one? Yep, go for a it. A legendary legendary part gives you four thousand. Uh, sorry, four hundred scrap. Yeah. An epic gives you forty scrap. Uh, what's the next one down? The orange Rare. one. Rare gives you five scrap, and then just the normal ones give you one. Yeah, okay, so that's when you scrap. But when you want to buy, I think that's where I got confused. When you want to buy uh, and use yeah. scrap, that costs 4,000 scrap. Yep, it's 10 times. 10 times the value. Right. Now, 
there was something else I wanted to talk about scrapping with you guys. I got told this um, from a into my early career into HCR2 as well, is some players recommend you only spend scrap on legendary parts only, and maybe epic if it's needed for a team event, but only to spend scrap on legendary parts. Is that correct or not really? Depends on what you need, really, because if you need a certain part and you don't have it for a team event, then you're going to use your scrap on it. This is this is more so for higher GP players where they're sitting on level three for, let's just say, a fuel boost or, or thrusters, but they want to go to level four and they want to get that extra bit of power. And let's say they've got 28,000 scrap and they've got about 40 scrap in the bank, but that's going to cost 28,000 to spend. They, it's worth to spend it on, on, on legendary parts, isn't it? Well, it is, but um, look, the difference between level three and level four is nothing. Mm. It's, it, it's, I mean, it, it, if you're doing a daily challenge and you, you know, you, you're trying to beat some guy uh, from Sweden, then yeah, you're gonna need, you're gonna need max. But, um, you know, most team events, you get away with level three without too much trouble, especially with thrusters and uh, fuel boosts, you know, level three fuel boost, level three thrusters, level three um, coin boost, you know, um, they're all going to be quite good. So, and then level six for afterburner and overcharged turbo again, you know, um, the difference up there is, but where I would spend scrap is if you were at level one, and the team event needed you to be at least at level three, um, you know, you could spend, uh, you know, 12 or, th 12 or 20 thousand in scrap to get you from level one to level three. And that would be a worthy purchase, you know, using scrap. Um, but going from, you know, level three at, you know, 12, 17 to level, level four is kind of, I wouldn't spend scrap on that. I would wait till I get them. But um, say you had level one thrusters for, you know, just chill said it. You know, we had level one thrusters for our mono. We needed le we needed thrusters for the team event. You know, I would try and get the thrusters up to level three if I could, or high level two. Yeah, yeah, very good. That's exactly right. And another thing, if you're going to spend your scrap to upgrade a part, make sure you've got the coin. <laughs> I've been stuck with that one before. I upgrade it with my scrap, but I can't buy it yet. Yeah. Well, just having the parts gives you some boost. Paying the extra coin gives you more. Yeah, but you have to have the coin to start with to upgrade yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah. you can't upgrade the part. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Um, all right. Um, excellent. That's, that's some really good information uh, we got there. Um, um, and guys, if you guys want to comment in the comment section about, about scrapping or if you have anything we missed, uh, please do so in the comments. Uh, Pete um, and Josh Chill, you guys want to go on and we can talk about some recent public events and team events. Yes. All right. So public events. I've got here the the previous one that we were up to from last podcast. 
Fractured Romance, the Heartbreaker event. Um, that one was... Valentine's 3 was the one that was in the, the team event at the time. So that was good for practicing. I was not very keen on doing that one for some reason. <laughs> but um, how about you, Just Chill? What do you got um, on that one? That event, I found it was pretty fun. And it, in some ways, you got lucky. Because once you flew with one of the vehicles you've chosen, you can hit. You can either hit or miss some of those things that are sticking out of places or doing different runs um, with like uh, different paths basically and hitting different one of those Valentine's things so and took um, time off half a second or something yeah half um, a second. yeah I found it pretty fun uh, what what was your go-to vehicle and setup I think it was maybe monster truck hurricane really yeah I was more um, of a rally or a racing truck kind of guy. I think the monster truck gives you a bit more front, gives you a bit yeah. more damage with less slowdown. And it's bigger too, so it's easier to hit the things. I like the fact that you can hit your head on them, on the love hearts and not die. Yeah, yeah. a bit like the uh, the magnets in the, the patchwork plant. You can hit your head on those and not die too. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Has, did anyone ever use the heavy weight on their vehicle? Did that make any difference? No. I don't believe it does. doesn't make any difference whatsoever in regards to that particular event. It was all about going fast, not about the weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they slow you down, so surely the heavy weight would break it faster. No, I think the heavy weight really only uh, tends to break into boxes, the, the crates, mate, not the love hearts. I tried and it didn't make any difference in time for me personally. Okay, that's interesting. All right, on to the next one, which is the current one called Steady Hands, which is the wheelie event. Everyone loves a good wheelie event. Are you really sure about that? I'm really, really sure, yep. <laughs> uh, this this uh, last Friday, we had the, the flash mob. It's one of the biggest ones we've had to date. We had 14 people on the voice chat at one time, and there was people leaving and then more people coming in. It was just great seeing a few different people come on the voice chat. Yeah, that was that was fantastic last night. So shout out to everybody who came in last night. Thanks for coming in. That was fantastic. Great turnout. It was a really good one. Yeah, that was just the people on the voice chat too. So there was more people actually participating. So everyone seems to really, really like it. So... That's good. That's, I think that's wheelie wheelie enough. <laughs> yeah, I think um, pretty much there's only a couple of vehicles that we uh, that as you go to is the is the buggy and the the racing truck. Yeah, buggy and racing truck. I hate wheelie. My thumbs don't work. Uh, that's because you've got no bloody thumbs there, mate. Oh, that's unfortunate, there, mate. Towards our end of our flash mob, we started to get a little bit silly with it, so we would change it up and pick a specific vehicle and they were not very suited for wheelers yeah that that was fun so the, the winner of whoever got the um, most distance got to chose the the next vehicle that would race in that was fun so people would pick like i don't know the, what was one of them the monster uh, truck so was that, 
North's truck was really good. The, the, the people picked the, the the Moonlander. We um we had a go in the chopper, the Moonlander, the the EVCC. Yeah, yeah, a few of those. Uh, the scooter was all, scooter's always entertaining. <laughs> nah, it's really good. What was your favourite track, Gus Chill? Oh, I can't remember the. Oh, I think it was track one because it was the only one that I won in the flash mob. Oh, nice. And the other two times, was it patchwork or was it? It was a backwater bog map, and the end of it when you when you get if you have enough fuel, you can like just keep going without the fuel and hold the wheelie. I actually did that with my alt on the snow one track nine. When you go down the hill for ages and then you have to climb back up the hill, and I actually made it to the other side of that hill and you just kept going back downhill again, ended up with like fifteen hundred meters. Wow. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Everyone was stuck them, at 570. Some of them, um, I can't remember which tracks anymore, but some of them had like these massive vertical parts where you had to like fully lean back and hope for the best wheelie up. Yeah, this was one of them. There was a really irritating icicle, that, like a very crucial part of the map. It just took up almost the whole screen. Must have been really high. You couldn't see what you were doing. Very good. No, it's um, the the wheelie's always a popular event with, with a lot of players. Um, so it's a it's always a good event when it comes around. It gets a gets a pretty good turnout. Pete, uh, how are you, how's the uh, last couple of team events going so far? Uh, yeah, team events. So I've actually been doing pretty well with this team event. I managed to get myself thirty six. Congratulations, K-er. mate! That's a great score. Well done on the last one, last match. Absolutely. I was very proud of it. The friend zone is the one it's called. But this time round, I've only got managed to get 34k, so I need a little bit of a little bit more. <laughs> it's just the track number three, the one with the motocross. I don't know if people are using the motocross or the CCEV, but I'm using motocross. It's I'm I'm making it about 50% of the time to the finish line. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm on about 50% as well. It really, really is hit and miss because you can overshoot the thrusters and you can just really run out of fuel very quickly. But if you can time it to perfection, it really it's a high risk that really pays off and you can hit the 21 second, 22 second mark on, on that particular map. Um, yeah, could that map be uh, level four thrusters for the motorcycle? You, you can get away with level three. Um, but you got to you, you can't go all the way over the the hill. You have to do it in two stages. So you go over, yeah. You do it in two stages. So That's you do a little do. thrust, and then you, then you do a little thrust uh, again to um, go down to the next fuel. So by level four, you can do it in one hit, one big um, jump. Yeah, that's what I've been doing because I only have level two uh, thrusters. I haven't been lucky with them, so I just do that line average oh, twenty three seconds around there. Uh, it's, that's, that's still a great time. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good. It's it actually is a pretty good um, combination of um, tracks and um, uh, with with this event. Um, I quite enjoy the lava stage uh, because it's fairly consistent. You know, once you get the hang of it, um, you know the line. You, yeah, well, you, you know the line. You know Ooh. where where to. You know, use the jump shocks on the racing truck, etc., etc. So it's. It's not that bad. 
And you know where you're going to well, get Well, I've <laughs> only made it over the last big hill, I think about three or four times. I don't think I've um, made it many further than that, but um, yeah, it's... Is that at the 700 metre mark or something like that? Yeah, I think it's the seven. Yeah, around about seven thirty, thirty-five, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you made it to ten k yet? On yeah, that one? once, but it was in a run where it was completely irrelevant, where I failed the previous runs. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't haven't ten k that one yet. I've ten k the first two, not consistently. So I've ten k one and then stuffed up the rest and then. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> yeah, no, also a, bit, a massive shout out to Velky, who's currently uh, in our team too, uh, our, our French princess from France, uh, Velkrin. So she's put up some great scores. I think uh, her PB was a 37K last match. So she's loving this event. And I think she's taken out all our first places for the event. It's three in a row so far. She's going for four. Yeah, she must be really liking it. She yes, yes. really well with that wheelie as well. She, with the racing truck, most people did June buggy and she did racing truck and got a couple of podiums. Yeah, she, she's a um, racing truck specialist and a tank specialist, that's for sure. She's she's um really, really talented on those two vehicles. Um, all right, moving on. Um, what do you reckon, guys? Do you reckon we should get our guest in? Yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah, why not? Uh, Alrighty, bring him in. All right, let's 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 get our guest in for this evening. Let's get the legend himself, the man, the myth, from Brisbane, Queensland. Uh, listeners, he is one of the original founders of OzZ. I think he is one of the original founders. Uh, the guys can correct me on that later on. Um, however, he is the inaugural leader of the CC team and the first leader. Uh, who went in to lead our team one. Well, he's one of the best blokes you could get to talk to during a late night session on a public event. I've got to know that over time, that's for sure. Um, Welcome Cam, aka Camo, aka Bogan, to the podcast. Mate, you're finally here. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. It's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. And thanks for the great intro, GTR. No, you're welcome, mate. Been meaning to uh, get you in here as quick as possible, and um, you're finally here, and it's um, it's a, you know, it's an honour to talk to you, mate. Um, you've got probably one of the best you know, reputations going around in the game and within a lot of communities in the game in itself, so it's a real honour to have you here tonight, mate. Uh, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, I suppose we could start off at the very beginning. Uh, tell us uh, a bit about your, a bit about yourself first, um, uh, first and foremost, and then we'll get stuck into the to the game side of it. But you know, a bit a bit of history in regards to uh, HCR one, uh, HCR two, and where you're from, what do you do, and yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I've been a Brisbane boy my whole life. Um, grew up uh, at a place called Park Ridge in Logan. For a lot of you guys that know, it's Logan Bogans. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I virtually haven't left left the area. Um, it gets a bad rap, but I don't mind it. Uh, I started 
Working when I was a young kid, my dad owned a wrecking yard, so I worked in a wrecking yard my whole life until I left school. Then I got a job at the local council in the workshop. As much as I hated cars at that stage, I still got in the workshop and uh, from moved from there into stores. And from there, I've just grown in that same department. I absolutely love it, the warehousing, because my I've just got a brain for numbers. And um, absolutely love it. And my current position these days is, oh, it's a mouthful. It's strategic procurement and warehousing team leader. So um, yeah, it's just at the, at the local council. Yeah, it is. It, it virtually means I run, I run the warehousing department for stores and um, also have a little bit to do with procurement um, when it comes to making purchasing transparency throughout council, etc., etc. So absolutely love my job. Dealing with staff's a nightmare, as everyone probably knows, but love my job. Personally, um, I love my golf, love my cricket, love my racing, whether that's horses, dogs, cars, whatever. Absolutely love it. I got into HCR2, never played HCR1. Got into HCR2 when one of my mates were at the dog track one night uh, waiting for a race. He goes, have you seen this? And he passed his phone over to me and I started playing it. I got hooked instantly. And um, <laughs> yep. yeah, yep. absolutely loved it. And I've got a little bit of OCD in me and I just started grinding left, right and center. So this is before teams. And every time I get to a million bucks, I'd spend it, you know, and then I'd work up to a million bucks again and spend it again. And um, yeah, just- oh, and It used to take a fair bit to get to a million, didn't it? It certainly did because the rewards back then were very, very little compared to what they are now. Hmm. So um, yeah, so it, it probably took probably 10 days because I, I think it was about a hundred grand a day I was, I was getting. Um, I didn't know how many kilometres I was driving because you didn't know back then, but as soon as teams come into play, I, f I found I was, I was doing about 1,000 to 1,500 kilometres a week, um, which, yeah, it was too much. <laughs> so, and I was actually about to quit the game um, when teams started. And um, that's been the best thing ever for HCR2 teams. Absolutely love it. Um, growing up in teams, playing sport and cricket, um, and you just got to find the right team, which Oz New Zealand is. Just enjoy it, get to know you guys, and have a bit of fun. It's all part of the culture, isn't it? Like cultural-based teams, it brings people closer together. You, you make, you know, friends from the game, and it just, it's, it's, it's got that camaraderie ship, doesn't it, Camo, in regards to, like, Ab teams? Absolutely, mate, yeah, because... When teams first started, I just joined the first thing that come up, first team that come up on my listing, and it was a team called Need for Speed. I thought, oh, geez, that sounds good. So straight into it, no one was talking. The other scores were pretty well pathetic. And after about a week, I thought, nah, stuff this. I'm going to try and find a team up the top that speaks English. First team I come to was Team 50. It was an American team, and it was called The Pros. So I hop straight in, all of a sudden I'm getting bombarded with questions. I think, oh, this is great, at least people are talking. And this guy named CK and 4x4 and Rick, they just bombarded me with questions. And 
they're asking me all this stuff and can you do this can you do that yeah not a problem not a problem absolutely loved the, the team mentality great guys straight away but the big problem was the leader was a guy called CB3 country boy 3 he'd come in once a week hardly played um, and he'd just start kicking people kicking just so his mates could join the team oh. so yeah and he was kicking good players too so um yeah, so we all got the shits with that, good and proper. That's about the time when Discord started as well. So we all hopped on the Discord and we decided to make our own team. Um, and we called it the Mutineers because we all obviously got out of the team quick because this guy wouldn't give up the team. So we became Mutineers. Our original leader was a, a guy named Rick. Absolutely fantastic guy. Um, I don't chat with him as much these days, but I should. And probably after, that was in April, I believe, started. And probably about a month in, he went cruising on his boats. So I filled in for a month or two. It was fantastic, actually. And we actually tried to get a second team going straight away, which was extremely difficult, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but you're talking You're talking about Rick, who is currently in uh, Legion USA. I think he's the leader of Legion USA at the moment. Yeah, he still is, yeah. Was it Legion GT now? I don't know if they've changed, but um, I know he was, he was a leader in one of the Legion teams. Is that the same, Rick? Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. Legion USA, I still believe it is, because, yeah. Um, yeah, great guy. He's, he's a great guy. I, I, you, you've put me onto him when I was in, in that team. I was in there for about a couple of months, and he is a, such a genuine, really, really nice person. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And he's asked me to do a few things over the times when I've had my two accounts, and I've jumped straight in because I'll always help him out, um, no matter what it is. Absolutely. So after after that, what where where did you go from there? Well, well after that, probably Rick kind of he, he wanted to step down as leader. In the meantime, um, a fella named Four Before, which most people know now, him and I we just become great mates, um, and we were kind of in the background leading the team and we wanted to just get this team going as good as we possibly could it came down to who which one of us two was going to lead the team i'm a bit of an introvert he's an extrovert he can bloody talk the panties off a mannequin <laughs> and <laughs> and um the time zone difference was a big thing as well because me being an aussie you know it's 12 14 hours difference so i couldn't get the chat to them as much as i could so yeah, four before but... become yeah leader yeah, for, 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 the, for those that don't know, um, and that I don't know a little bit about you, about yourself, Cameron, you're heavily, you, you're um, you're just as much heavily involved with, with our community. But but before before our community, you were really involved in in uh, some of the top communities in US in USA. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So four before became leader, and virtually a month after that, we merged with a team called Happy Hour. Um, so this. Team Happy Hour had a lot of other Americans and it was the easiest merge I've ever been involved with. Great guys, exactly the same culture as we had. Um, and instantly we thought we'll go hunting teams. So we went hunting um, IO's team, EO or whatever you want to call him, and Verishak's team. And we absolutely smacked them. <laughs> and yeah, because we, we come out of nowhere and smacked these two teams, and all of a sudden there was a merging culture started straight away. So um, yeah, that was going great, and it was a US-based virtually team. There might have been 
maybe 10 internationals, me included. And I was starting to get a little bit homesick at that stage and I was looking to see what other Aussie players out there. Oh, sorry, I should also say, Zeke was part of the Happy Hour team. Shout out to Zeke, mate. How you going, buddy? Um, great guy. Zeke, um, Zeke does listen to the podcast, mate, so he'll appreciate that. Oh, I miss great. you, mate. Yeah, bloody oath. Yeah, Mr. Ziki, so come on anytime back, mate, when you're ready. Yeah, amazing player too. Yeah, come to about Christmas, and I thought, I'm going to go look around, have a break from the teams and have a look around. I was looking around. There's a few good players here here and there, and I went into a few teams, and I remember Luigi, because I remember that name. I can't remember the team. It might have been 420 or so. I just can't remember. He was in there, and I went to a couple of teams, and that's where I met Big Bear. Um, yeah, Big Bear. Yeah, the original the original bear, mate. He's the original yeah. Big Bear. Absolutely great fella. Um, got on like a house on fire with him straight away. And I was honest with him straight away. I said, I'm not, not looking to poach. I just want to see what's out here and see what Aussie teams are like. and. Yeah, a, so, huge shout out, a huge shout out to our bear mate. He's a, he listens in on the podcast as well. So yeah, he's great, great guy. Yeah. Yeah, from there I went, yeah, bloody hell. I went to a couple of other teams. Um, I actually tried to get into Woke. Believe it or not, Zeke put me onto Woke. And there was a, I got into the server and there was a, I think you had to fill out an application. And I thought, no. <laughs> You had to fill out a bloody application. Jeez, you must have thought, geez, these guys are serious. Yeah, I, I, I thought, oh my God, what's this? And I, I thought, nah, stuff this on me out of here. It's too serious for me. It's, um, yeah, can I you remember? I, I wish I, Who was yeah. the leader at the time at, at work? Can you remember? Honestly, I don't know. No, <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. I'm assuming that person is probably still in the server. He's probably yeah. still here with us. It, it, what could have been our Muzz man, maybe? I don't know. No, nah, I've got no idea. I really don't know. But, um, yeah, so I left Jenny that server fairly... Yeah. It's, um, so I left that server fairly quick and I went to a team called Aussie Grown. Um, not many people probably know them, but that's where I got to meet Will and La Paz. Um, absolutely great guys. You know, fantastic fellas. I played there for maybe a week. We actually created a DM between the three of us and we just kept chatting for months and months. You know, so when Oz New Zealand virtually started, I got them coming over straight away. And yeah, they're still there. So shout out to those two boys. That, that's where a few people um, have jumped in. So at, at the around about the time when Oz and Zed was just getting started, um, you you jumped in with a couple of other people. So Cre- Creepers came in from, um, I think he came in from Verishak's team. Eva came in as well. He was in the international team as well. And um, yeah. and a couple of us followed, and that's when Oz and Zed started. Absolutely. Yeah, but, um, yeah that's that's when the um, the Mutineers boys, the HA boys, changed their name to USA. Daily started probably at about April, I believe, the next year. And straight away, I got an invite into it. And my first words, I think, were kind of, oh, this is great. We should make a team. <laughs> I got shut down pretty quick, you know, because um, I understand they were just trying to get the server going. They weren't worried about They thought I might have been poaching. I don't know. 
But um, I wanted to get an Aussie team going because I, I really missed talking to people at night time when I'm playing. And um, yeah, so I got shut down. I think I might have even asked it a week later, got shut down again. I thought I'll shut my mouth now. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny, mate. You know, and, and, then, and then basically Oz and Zed was born and then the rest is history. It's um, been quite a ride since. Um, I think we're coming up onto uh, maybe Brobot can chime in here, but I think coming up onto a bit more than two years now we've had Oz and Zed. It's about two years. I don't yeah. know, something like that. Yeah, it's getting yeah. there. <laughs> Sorry, my story story's a bit long-winded. Sorry, what was that uh, there, Brobot? It's not long enough. Nah, it's <laughs> definitely not long enough, and there's still plenty to go. Yeah, no, nah, it's pretty... You, it's, you've been through a few teams, and um, no, you've got a... Like I said before, you um, definitely got a great reputation in a couple of countries, mate, including us and and, and US. But, um, yeah, and then you, you met some other boys over there, and then you... Um, created a, a, an alt account which you've got two counts now yeah I, I created an alt account at about that time and um yeah so i just started that one up and you you can't beat me dm me and said you want to start in the aussie team i think that was on a, on a thursday or a wednesday and i said yep i'm in straight away and we started up the next monday um it was fantastic got into the discord server and met this fella named Mori absolutely unbelievable with discord because i used to run the discord it used to... who's no you've never heard of mori before no mori isn't, isn't he the guy who's like pit crew now or something thinks he's all high and mighty and shit no nah, i don't yeah. think so mate he's too... <laughs> <laughs> the funny heads and you know they just think they're amazing oh funny funny stuff yeah go on camo sorry mate yeah, so um, he's absolutely a whiz on Discord, as everyone knows. And I thought, yeah, beauty, I'm just going to sit back, let him do the work. <laughs> and just gave a few ideas of how the USA server, and they implemented them in, like the chiefs and the leaders and everything like that. And um, the boys asked, virtually had a bit of a vote, who wanted to be leader, and they voted me in. And I was honoured, absolutely honoured and, you know, grateful to be the first leader at Oz New Zealand. But I've got to say, geez, it was difficult. Yeah, it was, it, it was, I remember, um, because I, I came in about a week after the server had started and I, I jumped straight into team two. And I remember the team one that they started off pretty rocky. I think they were struggling to crack the, the top 100 at the time. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty shaky start. But um, as we all know, well, look where we are today. But yeah, it was a shaky start, wasn't it? Yeah, team team one was actually pretty good because, um, you know, I had a, I was able to help match. The talent was there though. The, ta the, the talent was definitely there. You had, you had, you yeah. had the, you had the scoring power. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The the, the problem was team two because a lot of the guys that were mid tier to low tier went into team two. And they just started getting their asses kicked, um, you know. So we had guys. I was the leader of Team Two. Just, uh, just take it easy on that team, all right? <laughs> no, no, you did, you did a great job, Pete, and <laughs> absolutely, absolutely loved dealing with you with Team Two. You were fantastic. And um, so we had, we had to get players from Team One back into Team Two to help out straight away, um, just to, you know, keep things running smoothly and keep guys happy. 
So we virtually ran with mid 30s players out of 50 for the first few months, um, just to try and get stability back in team two, um, which was pretty good because our matchmaking was fairly lucky. Um, we are getting good matches. Team two grew very well and very strongly. And not even team two, even some of the, um, uh, what do we call them, the te other teams? Yeah, the, yeah, our affiliation teams. Affiliation teams, even they started getting good players. You know, and they were going pretty good too. So, sorry, the hard part as well was, I didn't know people's names back then. That was extremely hard. I didn't know the leaders of Woke, or I didn't know the leaders of any anyone, you know, so it was difficult. So. I had to create relationships with Bob, who was the leader at Woke, um, and Dreddy, oh, big shout out to Dreddy. He was instantly, he was sussing me out straight away, Dreddy. Um, <laughs> he's not just a he's not just a beautiful face, is he? He's, he's got, he, he does have some brains behind his beautiful face, doesn't he, Dreddy? He, yeah, he's, the, he's, the man, he's the man of the moment, that's for sure. Yeah, great personality, Dreddy, and he's so passionate, which I absolutely love. I love his passion um, too, mate. Like that's that's one yeah. thing, that's one top quality I love of his is his passion and his passion for, for the server and, and our team. Yep, 100%, mate. And he's the right man having in the job at the moment too, so. Yeah. The way, the way things are going. Yeah, um, it, it's, yeah, so, um, no, it's been, a, it's been a pretty good ride since then and, and um, I've, I've personally gotten to know you quite well over the last uh, couple of years, mate, and, um, yeah, it's, um, it, it, the game has changed in so many ways uh, in the last, not just the last couple of months or six months alone, but the last couple of years. It's incredible mm. so to go through all these changes and stuff. But to where we are at the moment, um, running a podcast uh, on our on our server, probably you know one of the well, I don't know. I think we've got some competition now. There's a new podcast that's popped up, but we were the only podcast for a while and. To where we are now, it's, it's incredible to think about it. You know where, where we are today. Oh, it's, it's it's absolutely amazing. You know, like from where we've come, I I didn't know what was going to happen. No one did, and I think it's absolutely brilliant what everyone's made. Um, our community is fantastic. Great people everywhere. It's it's so it's such a fun place to be. You can go into so many different channels and just talk to people um, about any subject. Everyone's generally pretty, pretty great to talk, yeah. to talk with. And Absolutely, yeah, it's true. Ah, oh, where were we? Yeah, all right. So we're just getting back to the. So, so we'll go back to where Oz is in, and, and um, you, you've oh. got an alt account, don't you, Camo? So you, you've um, gone and spent some time with some other teams as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, when it first started, I went into Tessa Cat's team for a little bit, and uh, then straight into. Oz New Zealand 2 with the alt account and worked it up and um, after time, I went when it built up a bit, I went back to USA as well. Because um, I was actually still running Discord for USA while I was at Oz New Zealand as well for probably six months. Um, but when I got a promotion at work, I had to cut it all out. And, and that's actually when I gave up leadership of Oz New Zealand and Bob stepped in and did a, a fantastic job um, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge shout out to um, uh, Dubsy, Bob, and great, yeah, he's absolutely, he did a great job of coming in. A bit of time went on, I was actually thinking about quitting HCR too, at that, probably the next year in about April or so, and all of a sudden, leagues were coming in, 
and I thought, oh, fantastic, you know, and so straight away, 4v4, he went and tried to merge with a team called, I think it was ZigZag at the time, the ZZ Boys. Yeah, that's uh, right. Which be- yep. Yeah, which became Legion. Um, so we're in there. I think I think it was a a try a try merge with with KO was a KO as well that came in. Yeah, Nemesis was before that. Um, Nemesis, ah, uh, Nemesis. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Forgot about that. Nemesis merged with USA, but that was more of a the second team at USA merging with Nemesis to strengthen Nemesis up. Yeah, as soon as we merged with um, ZZ, virtually the Nemesis boys um, quit out and become KO, um, which understandable, fair enough. They m- might not have liked what we were doing. That's their prerogative to pop out. League started uh, straight away. We all knew it was a pile of shit. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so it wasn't fun. It was fun. a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, exactly, but it did nothing change for so long. Um, and it kind of still hasn't. We were going along for a few months, uh, the Legion boys, and I still had an account at Oz New Zealand. And I was about to quit again. And because it just, things weren't fun. I wasn't enjoying the team event so much and the social side of things, it was getting a little bit down. And a couple of the USA boys said, let's just hop out of Legion and start a, uh, a new team. And we come up for a name called Last Call because it's going to be our last drinks you know, last effort, and there's only about 10 or 12 of us, and we went to Division 7, and straight away, instantly, the vibe come back, you know, look, the old USA vibe, they're absolutely great guys, you know, they can be a bit brash, but I love it. Uh, uh, great guys, apart from one or two, which I won't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, you can probably guess who, who, yeah. who, I, uh, who I don't really uh, get along with, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, we can all be pricks at times, can't we? <laughs> any any pricks you decide to mention on air, mate, go for it. <laughs> oh, hang on, there's fifty of them in the team right now. <laughs> uh, you can roast. A, you can. You're most most welcome to roast a couple of them, mate. By all means, but go nah, for it. they're, they're yeah. actually they're actually genuinely nice guys. Um, yeah. So over the couple of months, guys just kept coming back uh, to the team, which was fantastic, and it was just like. Old days, you know, and the vibe was fantastic. Um, four before he though he stuck it out at Legion. Um, same with probably about ten guys because he wanted to build them up. He didn't want them to fall apart. Good on him for doing that. It's yeah, something I probably yeah. wouldn't have done. Four before and, and, and Kevin as well. I think Kevin stuck it out as well. Yeah, Kevin's I think he's still, still there. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Kev, Kev was part of the ZZ team, so he he was going to stay there no matter what. So. Um, yeah, so Forby helped them build up and got the, I can't think of the country there. Oh, I know Money K's in the team. Oh, Albanian boys. He got the Albanian boys to merge with them, got them fairly strong again. And as soon as that happened, Forby 4 and the USA boys hopped out and come over the last call. And that's when um, GT, Global, Global Thunder, came in and joined the Legion guys as well. Yeah, not long I after think. that, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, my reasoning for leaving Legion was I'd virtually, I'd, I didn't get along. Not that I didn't get along with the guys, it just, it was a different different atmosphere. Maybe it was me not putting enough effort in to get to know everyone, but 
different vibe and you just we weren't feeling it as there wasn't that mateship there that that type of you know yeah yeah plus the game was getting stale so yeah Yeah. how are you liking so far now going with last call how you how's that going love it absolutely love it it's just like old old days um you know we, we don't give a shit if we win or lose it's just you know we have fun um, I, I get on Discord as much as I can with them, which is usually on the weekends in the mornings. Um, yeah. Half an hour, I don't really chat too much with them. Um, but fantastic guys. Yeah, yeah, I love, pretty love, pretty them, love them the bits. Awesome, mate. Well, we'll do some shout outs later uh, at the end of the episode. But for now, we should get into, into some questions. Um, sure. All right. Uh, Eva, Pete, Chill, um, do you boys want to start off? Oh, wow. Yeah, Eva, you go first. Eva can go first. Throw oh, Eva and, under the bus. Actually, I'm actually, used to it. Eva, Eva, just before we get to the questions, was there anything you wanted to talk to Camera about uh, our earlier topic in regards to scrapping? And, um, well, and so yeah, uh, before before we got to that, I just wanted to say, mate, welcome. I've played with you, against you, with you, against you, with you, amongst, you know, lots of teams, and I've heard people talk about me after talking to you about me and vice versa and um yeah i just i just want to say it's it's great to actually hear you on the on on the voice and um it's great to know you great to be playing with you for so long um yeah it's just just um it's nice yeah ditto eva you're, you're an absolute legend yourself mate and you're a genuine guy and i really appreciate your, your sentiments here thank you Oh, thanks, thanks, and um, yeah, um, matching, matching. What are your thoughts on matching? You heard us talk a bit about before. Um, Auto matching. Yeah. There's good and bad points. Good points. You don't have to get up in the middle of the night to match. Um, absolutely fantastic. Bad points. Well, lately we've seen some teams losing on purpose, players quitting, etc., because they've yep. kind of figured out there's a the matching is done on a win-loss ratio, so you get too many wins and you'll play a, a top 20 team or something like that, you get a few losses, and when I say losses, you can lose by one point, and it's still counted as a loss, and you might play the bottom 50 teams. Yeah. So, it happened recently with us against a team called PH1, yeah, and the next game, which is now, we've, we've actually run into Legion, believe it or not, um, <laughs> and... Um, the PH1, I believe they got a low-ranked team, so there might be something to that, which Fingersoft might need to fix. Mm, mm. And like I said before, like at the end of the day, you can't go into a team event going, oh, we need to lose this, so let's mm. not put up a good score, or let's not... Like, at the end of the day, if you're not putting up good scores, you're going to get knocked out. Absolutely. you still got to get got, got to get good scores to remain in CC, so yeah, yep. exactly. Bad points as well. Uh, maybe they've got to do something with the matching, you know, like um, for us in, in Australia, it starts at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., which is pretty good time for us. But overseas, it might be early in the morning, so maybe they might need to um, delay each match by half hour so it makes it fair for other countries as well for starting points. Because I know Cheese brought it up the other night. When we start, it's midnight for him. And he's not going to be awake, so he misses out on, you know, six or eight hours worth of tickets that he could be running. So there's another point as well then. 
don't know if that's yeah, valid. About, about the tickets, yeah, because um, th- those guys miss out on, on, on a set of four tickets, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Like, he starts at midnight, um, he misses his 4am, he might get his 8am, so he, he misses one set of tickets straight away there. So. And oh, also, I do love what they've done, letting us have four tickets as well. Yeah, I must say, that, that four ticket thing, it means I don't pick up the phone every four hours, I pick it up every eight hours. Mm. Um, exactly. But in saying that, I'll pick it up at, you know, six and a half hours and then I'll run four tickets. So yeah. I do my two tickets tonight, I'll do them before I go to bed. The next morning I'll wake up, I'll have two or four tickets ready to go, depending on what time I get up. You know, from there, I'll just, you know, run my tickets, get some stuff done, do some work, you know, go back to go back to doing what I need to, you know. But I think... Sorry, isn't it great to have the option to sleep eight hours if you want to and not have to get up before the eight hours and hey, lose tickets? I used, to, I used to go to bed at quarter to 12 after running two tickets and I'd wake <laughs> up at quarter to seven so I could run two tickets before the next two tickets ran. Mm. Um, so I'd get four in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's one, one good thing Fingersoft, Fingersoft have done. They've, they've let us sleep. A little bit more than, yeah, a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. The only bad thing about the accumulating tickets is they don't start accumulating until you've opened up the, the new event. Yeah, true. So oh, and the, the, that was like the night. timer didn't start for the next four hours until you started the event. Yeah. 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 That's where Cheese was saying it's it's, it's an unfair or a disadvantage for um, teams to... Um, don't wake up for hours after the event new event starts so yeah all right very good um there's some interesting information there yeah let's let's get into some questions um just chill mate um you can say get out of camera and and mate you have the honor of asking the first question hey chill nice meeting you yeah you too buddy you're buddy doing well yep doing well for a young star in the new zealand mate keep it up buddy yeah i'm getting there I've realised that now that I've got more GP, I've been able to get better scores, which is good. Yeah, it's a lot of it's about that GP, but um, it's also a skill thing as well. But mate, you're doing fantastic. Keep it up. Cheers. And I've got I've got one a question from Z Amy. Um, massive shout out to her in the the server as GDI would say. How she's saying, how have you managed to grow your alt account so quickly? And what tips would you have for other players wishing to grow their GP effectively? Ah, great question, Amy. G'day to you. Um, the boys actually came onto this subject a lot earlier. Um, the only only thing I can really offer it as advice, dif- differently or not really different, is. Never scrap legendary, epic, or rare parts, ever, um, until it's excess. Um, when your legendaries get to level two and they're about six or seven out of ten, use your scrap and get them to level three. Get all your legendary parts to level three as quick as possible because the hardest part is maxing out a legendary part. It's 17 legs. To max it out so get it to level three as quickly as you can and then just let you know let it let it get there by itself afterwards because level three is usually good enough um, the only other thing I can suggest is um, 
Well, with my old account, I started scrapping common parts when, not when they were excess, but when they got to about 1500 parts, I just start scrapping 200. And whenever the next, next common part got to 1500, I'd scrap it 200 parts, 200 parts. Because the common ones, they're not, not that, you don't really need them that much. Every now and then you do, but um, that, and that helps build your scrap up to increase those legendary parts. So, um, mine's at 9200 at the moment, my old account, and it's 89 weeks old. So, it obviously works. The only other thing I can offer is get VIP. Um, I know it's $15 a month for us Aussies, um, but VIP you get gems, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, you don't have to watch ads, which is even better. And you get a few parts here and there. So that's about all I can offer. Great question. Great advice, mate. Great, 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 great answer. Great advice. Pete, go for it, mate. Next question for our, our guest camo. Yeah, I've uh, got a less serious question from Tom T. <laughs> He's actually got two questions. Do you know the longest amount of time you played HDR2 in one sitting? And second one is, would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter? <laughs> oh, good day. Um, he's one of our new members. Good player too. He's going to be a great player. <laughs> teleporter or time machine? I'd probably go teleporter. I wouldn't want to go back in time. Yeah. Teleporter. It'd be great to go anywhere you want at any time. Save going yeah, on there. And um, sorry, what was the first part of the question again, Pete? Um, do you know the longest amount of time you've played HDR2 in one sitting? Oh, shit. Jeez, um, I don't know. Back in the day when I was doing 1,500 kilometres a week, uh, probably be on a Monday when I'm on an RDO, I'd maybe six or seven hours, possibly. You know, Sweet. when I'm just, yeah, bludgeon, doing nothing on an RDO on Monday, and, yeah, while I'm by myself, misses is away at work. Mm. Yeah. Which, which is too much. Because I know that recently our our mate from Team 3, Halal Snack Pack, he did a stream of his entire season in six hours, or just under six hours. That's insane. Yeah. So shout out to Halal Snack Pack if you're listening. <laughs> Good effort, Halal. Yeah, this is one from Mori. Um, what are your thoughts on the Zen community from the early day to now? Oh, massive improvement everywhere. Going from team event play to server, it's just improved out of sight. Um, great people. Yeah, when, when we first started, probably the quality of playing was uh, a little bit fair, I'll put it like that. But just with the guidance and the help of everyone and the community, it's, it's brought everyone together. And there's so many fantastic players now that just shoot out of nowhere because we're all bonding together and helping each other. Um, we've probably got one of the best Discord servers going and we have Mori to thank for that. He's absolute legend bloke. But in saying that as well, we've got a great core of probably 100 people in the server, you know, from all the leaders of all the different teams, all the chiefs. Um, everyone does a fantastic job and you never really see too many bad arguments flare up at all so uh, 
that's the great thing. It's really our server is really rare in regards to yeah. You know, there's no tox. It's not a toxic environment. You know what I mean? It's a, there's no fights or anything, which is yeah. you know now a lot of other servers you, you do get. Yeah. So yeah, and going back to that, it's yeah, it's improved out of sight. We Aus New Zealand are a genuine people. We're a genuine team. We're a genuine CC team. So yeah, we've we've come ahead leaps and bounds, and I, I know we're only going to keep improving. Absolutely, mate. I'm going to ask my I'm going to ask my question from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you've been in a few communities throughout the game, uh, including both Australia and US, and some other communities. What are the differences and some similarities between both communities, mate? So um, that's the first question in regards to that. Yeah. Second question is a sports question. Who is the best team currently in the world from all sports? Also a player, either in a team sport or an individual, but not retired. The first one's about the communities. Okay, about the communities. Um, okay, I'll just compare USA to Oz New Zealand. Oz um, New Zealand is community-based, family-based, PG-rated. Um, USA or last call. Apart from a certain, apart from a certain channel we got there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, JR, frequently in that channel. <laughs> she's oh. she's certainly brought some spice to the channel, hasn't she, mate? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, along with that, along with that other uh, a female. Um, uh, player in the in that channel as well. I think, can't remember her name, but okay. she, she's also brought some spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've definitely taught me a few things. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too young to enter that channel. Hey, robot, how old are you? In do you, do you count yourself in age in milliseconds, or is it hours or days or what? I'm older than I seem, <laughs> but quite young still. But quite young still. Very much young at heart. Um, yeah, and, and, and then what about the other, the, the, the uh, last call, USA boys? What about Mate, them? That is just, for me, it's it's a men's men's self-help group. Um, yeah, any, there's anything, any topic anyone will talk about at any time. There's no judgment. Yeah, a lot of those guys are my brothers virtually. Um, They've helped me through some hard times. We've helped each other through hard times. I'd do anything just about for those guys. Any topic, it, it can go, it can go weird at times. But um, yeah, they love their guns. They love their politics, um, which I kind of stay out of because I don't really know what I'm talking about when it comes to that stuff. One thing you don't mention, so you don't mention Joe Biden much in that channel, do you? Or. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the USA boys love Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they certainly love their guns, don't they? They're gun, gun crazy over there. It just freaks me out sometimes. You know, they're talking, they go, oh, that's my kitchen gun. I mean, what the hell? It's your kitchen gun? Yeah, it's the one I keep in the kitchen. What the f***? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, those cucumbers and cauliflowers, you know, they might jump out at you. <laughs> oh, that's their Fourth Amendment right over there. So they do what they do. So they, they got guns in bloody every single house, every single room in their house that day. They got guns in the kitchen, toilet, bathroom, yeah. shower—you name it. They got guns everywhere. Yeah, they, they couldn't believe that I've never held a gun in my life. They were just dumbfounded with it. So um, yeah, but nah, th- those boys—they're they're fantastic guys. Um, they're a little bit brash at times, like I've said. 
but they've got great hearts. All of them have got great hearts. Um, yeah, fantastic boys. And yeah, big shout, enough, big mate. shout out to my mate PJ four before. Um, hope you're doing well at the moment, mate. So, my my second question was a sports question, mate. So, who is, in your opinion, the best team currently in the world from all sports? So it could be any sport. Um, and also, best player in the in in the in, in the world, individual but not retired. Oh shit! All sports. Oh, geez, you put me on the spot there. So um, you, you can you can you can just pick uh, any, any your favourite sport, for example. And, oh, okay. Know. Cricket. I love me cricket. Cricket nut. Tragic, as you guys know. Um, best team. Oh, that's so hard at the moment. Well, yeah, because there's a few there's a few modes to the to the game as well. So well, I suppose if we're talking Test cricket, which is which is the top, you know, which is the best yeah. of the best. Oh. Um, okay, well, who, who we got? Australia are going good, but their batting's not good enough. India, they're always good at everything. You're New, uh, New Zealand are test champions, by the way. They're the, they're the yeah. champion team. Yeah, they're going good. They're good on their day, aren't they? Um, they are. Who else have we got? I'm not too sure. I don't know. I'll just go Australia, because I'm an Aussie. Stuff it. Yeah, fair, fair <laughs> enough. Bit num- number one cricketer in the world. Paddy Cummins, without doubt. Paddy Cummins, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he's a legend, mate. Absolute legend. He's he's got the heart of a lion, that fella. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's talking cricket, and I'm pretty biased there. So See, my my <laughs> view on cricket is when they get down because they started at five day tests, then they went to one day matches, then they went to 2020. When they get to an overreach, I'll watch. <laughs> Not a fan, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'd rather. I'd rather not tell you what I really think. <laughs> it's just boring. I just find it boring. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get nah, the excitement. You, you, you either love it or you hate it. It's, it's the same thing goes for baseball and those American sports. You, you either love it or you hate it. There's no in between. It's yeah. a bit like the tennis. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. People love tennis um, and I, I can't watch it. No, oh, I, I love tennis. tennis. I love it. Tennis, oh. Yep, tennis is... Up there for me. Yep. I love that they kicked Djokovic out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who? yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, who, who's next? Uh, chill. You, you can go for it, mate. You can either ask your own question, which is there, or you can ask somebody else. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, I might I might add my question then. Um. What is your? What would be your dream vacation slash holiday? Oh, great question. Well, I'm actually, I'm very introverted, so I, I don't like going away too far. Um, I love Tassie. I've been there a couple of times. Um, I love the cold because I'm from Queensland. I hate the heat. Well, if it wasn't a trip to Tassie, just a nice isolated kind of beach. Um, I often go up to Rainbow Beach, if you guys know where that is. Yeah, I know where um, Rainbow Beach is. beautiful. Yeah, very, it's very old school, uh, very beautiful place. Yeah, that that'll probably be my ideal holiday, to be honest. Beautiful. Um, well, I've got one from um, Boulder. Um, if you could pick who the funniest person is, who is it, and why is it Nesta? <laughs> G'day, Boulder. You're a champion, bloke, mate. Um, hope you're doing well. Yeah, it would be Nesta. <laughs> Easy pick, that. Jeez, he's. Oh, jeez, he's piss funny. He is an absolute larrikin. 
he just puts everything out there. Um, great guy. And he doesn't take himself serious. He, he puts more shit on himself than what he does other people. So, um, no, he's, he's actually a really top bloke. It's, um, yeah, he's pretty out there on some of the servers. Yeah, I've seen I've seen some of his comments on on the Facebook group as well, where he um, he gives some people shit and they get quite offended. It's actually quite funny seeing all the reactions, but yeah. none of them they don't know like they, they, they don't understand his his person persona. You know, they don't get why he's saying some of the things he says. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah, have you seen some of the videos he's done? I absolutely have seen some of the videos. Yep, um, he's 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 got some good relationships with uh, you know Verishak and the New Order and a couple couple of those boys. Yeah. Oh, that that one with TNO. He, he bloody hired a porn star to um, say a few words for him. Oh my God! Talk about going the extra mile. Yeah. If anyone wants to see that, they can they can Google that, and I might actually like see if I can leave a link somewhere. They can, they can see it. It's quite funny. It's not worth doing something half-assed. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not half-assed. I'll tell you that much. He's he's a great guy. He's he's all fun. Absolutely. Uh, Pete, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I've got one from Reju. How many cars do you have in real life, and what's your favourite one? <laughs> I've got one car. <laughs> um, it's Excellent. It's a 2003 Holden Rodeo Four B Four. Yeah, it's it gets the job done. It starts every time. Um, I've had some good cars. So is that your is that your is that your favourite one though? My favourite? No, definitely not my favourite car. I had a Commodore Ute back in the day. Um, it used to go ten and a half seconds down the quarter, quarter oh. mile. Yeah, it was nuts. So it was pretty slow, was it? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> it was. It was scary in the wet, I tell you. Oh, absolutely freakish in the wet. Um, I used to take it out once or once a week, virtually, just on the weekends, and just to scare myself a little bit. Um, but Actually, yeah, ab- absolutely loved it. Um, but yeah, just it it wasn't um, wasn't worth keeping just to drive it, you know, once or once a week or once a fortnight. So I sold it. It stops becoming useful when you, it's too fast. It's no longer a ute. It's more of a track car. Yeah, well, everyone wanted to race me. Everyone that mm. pulled up beside me wanted to race me. Um, you know, every now and then I'd, I'd give it a squirt and, you know, I'd go past them sideways. But, um, you know, even you get these young guys and they, you'd see them, they've got babies in the back. And if you think, grow up, mate, you just couldn't believe it. Oh, and um, this was always on controlled roads, Camo. Um, exactly, yeah. Yes. Controlled yeah, roads at racetracks with babies in the back, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah, not racetracks, but yeah, just on the road. It's, um... Sorry, yeah. you've, missed, you've missed my point completely. I was trying to say, oh, gotcha. we don't do that stuff on the road. It was on no. controlled environments. <laughs> exactly, yes. Yes, nothing illegal going on here. Nothing Gilly. illegal going on here. <laughs> Hey, look, Luca. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know how I never got a ticket in that car. I tell you, it's um when you're young and stupid, you do some silly things, but you learn, don't you? Well, um, I think some I think, learn. I think the comment <laughs> I made is, "You grow old, you don't grow up." Yeah, that's true. That's a good, that's a good philosophy in life. I tell you, it is. It is. Uh, Eva, Eva, you go for it, mate. Yeah, one I've got uh, a question from Muzz. 
if you travelled to the US, would you catch up with some of the guys you've met over the, on the teams you've played with over the years? Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's probably about 20 or 25 of them I'd love to catch up with, but I'd never travel to the US, to be honest. I'd never be on a plane for that long. I, I struggle going to Sydney or Melbourne. Um, I'll just let you know, I'm, I'm a big guy, um, 6'4", about probably 140, 150 kilo at the moment. I'm a big boy and my legs are long and do not fit into planes. So, um, yeah. So if we if we ever organise a, a big AusNZ um, meet and greet one day, mate, you won't. You'll have to drive down. Yes, exactly. And um, that's why on my la- my last trip when I went to Tassie, I drove down. And I tell you what, I enjoyed the bloody trip down there driving. It was great. Yeah, just planes. Planes and me don't agree. I'll just put it that way. The riding on the plane doesn't worry me. It's just, yeah, I, my knees are in people's backs, and yeah, just, I can't, I can't do that to other people. So, no, well, yeah. you'll you'll have comfortable for the taller people, is it? No, not at all, mate. No, it's planes are terrible. Yeah, the drive from Queensland to Sydney is, is probably the hardest bit. From Sydney to Melbourne, it's just fantastic. Yeah, the roads in Melbourne are fantastic, aren't they? Yeah. Loved them. Yeah, Sydney. Well, when I went down there, you, you come to a roadworks every five or ten kilometres, so you're stopping. Don't, don't even get me started on Sydney and traffic. No, <laughs> I won't shut up. Yeah, I'd love to meet up the USA boys. Um, yeah, they're, they're great fellas, genuine guys. Um, yeah, 4x4 definitely. Um, I'd love to meet him one day. A um, few other boys as well. Yeah, like Actuary and all those guys. They're yeah, fantastic guys. Does, uh, do we, does, I think Brobot was saying something before. Brobot, do you have a question for Camo or, or anything? No, Brobot's not there. I got one from RF, and you don't have to, you can pick a bit more than one person if you want. And it's what, what has made you want to join an American team, Stars and Stripes? And the other one was, did it take much convincing to join Oz and Z? Um, no, well, as I said before, I was already with the USA, USA boys, and so I got to know them when it becomes Stars and Stripes in USA. So, yeah, uh, I was already there. Um, to join Oz, Oz New Zealand, no, I, I instantly said yes. Um, as soon as you can't beat me, g'day to him as well. Um, as soon as he sent me a DM saying, you want to make an Aussie team, I was there in a flash. Um, I was very homesick to play with Aussie guys. Um, and, and have a bit of a chat at night with you fellas. So I was there instantly. We've got a uh, question from one of your best mates from Swiss Cheesy. Uh, <laughs> one of your best mates, absolutely. How, how, how does it feel uh, to see the great Aussie Z Empire that you helped create now run by a two-headed bogan from Tasmania with dreadlocks? Oh, Christ, he's burning it to the ground, isn't he? <laughs> um, no, nah, Dreddy. Great guy. He's doing a good job. And he's the way things are running at the moment with auto matchmaking and everything like that, we need a, a guy who's such an extrovert like Dreddy. Yeah, and Dreddy, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. He's, he's involved in everything, you know, from all the kids to Team 1, Team 2. Yeah, I don't think there's a better guy for the job at the moment, to be honest. Uh, he's, he's doing fantastic. Just keep it up, Dreddy. Yeah, we we got a couple of a couple of questions from him in a sec. Um, 
Who wants to ask those ones? What are your greatest achievements in your extracurricular? I can't even say that word. <laughs> curricular activities you use to partake in cricket and greyhound racing. Um, cricket, yes. Well, I'm a cricket tragic, cricket nut. Probably my greatest achievement was my first ever hundred I made. Um, it was only at club level. I made 255 not out. My first ever hundred. And it was a one-day game, and they made me retire after 36 overs so the other other boys could get a bat. Probably the start of my cricketing career that got me serious about it and got me into a bit of fitness. Yeah, and after that, I made many hundreds after that. Um, Greyhounds, I'm a racing nut. Not anymore with the doggies, but probably probably my best achievement was um, the first ever... Dog I trained, first runner, he won a won his race, so that was pretty awesome. And the same dog, I got him into a Queensland sprint race at Albion Park. Um, it was pretty pretty surreal walking out to the boxes with with the best trainers in Queensland. Um, not that my dog did anything that night, but it was it was awesome to be a part of that and with the best trainers in Queensland. So yeah, that's that's about me. There's actually more parts to this question. I want to know, have you ever seen the rain coming down on a sunny day and is it Palmer or Palmy? Oh, geez, isn't this a big debate in the server? Palmy or Palmer? (laughs) Palmer, 100%. Being a bogan Queensland, I'm going to say Palmy. I, Palmy. Palmy Jana. I think that's the way Queensland's Queensland's pronounced it anyway. I'm, I'm going to have to second you on that one because Palmer is a place. Palmy is a meal. Yeah, you're a great guy, Eva. Always knew you were. <laughs> <laughs> He's also Italian. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if you noticed, Camo, but Brobot is a big, big fan of yours. He's he's really been... He's, he's been tinkering me all night just to, just to get in a question to, to ask you. Uh, so, Brobot, go for it, mate. You want to ask Camo a question and say hello to him. Who is your favourite bot? <laughs> G'day, bro, bot. Um, who's my favourite bot? Oh, jeez, I don't know. I've seen a few bots going around. But just so, since you're here, bro, bot, I'll say you. You're my favourite right at the moment. Thanks. Now another question. How do we get more New Zealanders in this podcast? Oh, jeez, well, we're going to have to... We're going to have to have a chat to our New Zealand friends that are at Oz New Zealand and hopefully get them on. That's a good question. We actually are being mean to talk about that. Um, we, we were supposed to um, have, um, last week, we were supposed to have uh, Pilot and Swiss Cheese on the show. Um, however, due to um, some technical difficulties um, and some personal reasons, they were unable to make it at the last minute. So we uh, jumped the uh, young stars in as a, as a quick replacement. So... Uh, Pilot and uh, Swiss Cheesy, they're still on the carts. I uh, haven't got in contact with them yet, but they should be coming on in the near future. Yeah, we definitely need to get them on. Um, some of those New Zealand boys, they're our best team event players, and they're kicking ass. So um, get on here, boys, and represent. Here, here. Absolutely. Indeed. Okay, I've got one more question. Uh, this is a very interesting question. I really like this question from from Goose, who's one of our team chiefs in the server, so a big shout out to Goosey. If 
you were creating your own team from scratch, who would be your first pick? I, I'm actually going to elaborate on this now. I would like to hear your top five. Who would you, who, so in order, rank from one to five, so the first being your first pick down to five, who would be your first five picks? Oh, okay. That's very interesting because I don't really follow the top players anymore, believe it or not. Um, oh, okay. Well, um, all right. Big L, number one. I don't know if any of you guys know Big L. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's an absolute monster, monster player in team events. Great guy as well. Um, I'd probably have Big L on. He's your he's your first pick. Yep, yep, straight up, mate. He's he's always right up there, and he's always the one giving us tips and helping out. And he's an absolute superstar of the game. A lot of people probably don't know that. Beautiful. Um, just trying to think. Some international players. Sorry, guys. Can you help me out with the name of the gentleman who's on the voice chat with us a couple of weeks ago for public event? Oh, he's <laughs> he's a freak at. Um, Zorro? Yeah, Zorro. Yep. Yeah. Yep, Zorro, definitely. That was the first time I got to chat with him on on the voice chat that night. He's He sounds like an absolutely fantastic guy. He's Well, we all know he's an unreal player. Oh, he was kicking butt, wasn't he? Oh, he's a, he's a freak, isn't he? He's Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, he's, he's good. And, yeah, but just talking to him, you just know he's a genuine person. So definitely have him in there. I'd have to say he's currently in my opinion probably the best player in the world i don't know if anybody could could match him in regards to all aspects of the game yeah i would say Linus. yeah it's between him and linus but if 50 whoever is on their day really yeah and if they're still playing that yeah. much anymore as well actually something about sorry i know of he's actually lately gotten into heyday which is a farming game <laughs> Oh, it's hey, it's H yeah. A Y, hey day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I talk to him sometimes. All right, and then take take so Zoro's your second pick, so go on to your third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, I'm just struggling to think of names, guys. I don't want to. Um, um, I have to say, Zeke. Zeke would have to be in there, surely. Yeah, um, if, if he's not, he'd be very close. Um, yeah, he, he, he's an absolute monster of the game. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think. I'm just going blank. That's all right. Some USA guys? Yeah, there's there's probably f- three or four of those guys that would be very close as well. You've got um, guys like Actuary and Flint. Yeah, there's there's probably about, you know, six or eight guys that are just top top class. But there's obviously others that are, are better than them out there. Um, I just can't think. You, you can't. Ken in the space, back in, when he was playing all the time, absolute freak of the game. Razor, obviously Razor's a good player. Yeah. Um, yeah, big shout out to Rezo, who's part of our community. Yeah, and uh, yeah, from Reddit, Leo Lu. Um, yeah, from what I've seen, Leo Leo Lu, he's just a yeah, he's an amazing team event player. Doesn't matter what his GP is, he's playing with. He, he'll throw a massive score up. Very good. Do we have anything else, boys, to to cover? Eva, you have any last things to, before we wrap up? I've covered everything I wanted to. I think. I have a, one more question, actually. Go for it, chill. Are you going to try and hit two million adventure? <laughs> um, probably not. I, I don't really play adventure at, at all anymore. 
Um, I'll do my blue. You're pretty close. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my blue chests um, and go 500 meters and crash. Yeah, I just don't get time for it anymore. Um, I used to be an absolute farmer. When I mean that, I mean I used to play adventure all day, farming coins, and go as long as I could. But nah, I'm I'm mainly about playing team event these days. And even then, I don't even practice for team event at all. Um, I just wing it, watch a few videos and wing it virtually and if the track's messing with me I might give it five or ten minutes practice, um, but that's about it. So, but the, to the grand chef, the question is that no, I won't be playing adventure anymore. Alright, so basically mate, around about this time uh, we, we do, cover, if you if there's anything you want to say um, in regards to anyone, you're going to give some shout outs to um, from people you, you've played with previously in the past, present or you know, yeah, anything. So, any shout outs you want to give, mate? Now's the time. Go for it. Um, I think I've pretty well given a heap of shout outs during the night. Um, just a shout out to the general Oz New Zealand community. Just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Um, this place is only going to get better, and it's it's you that's going to make it better. So, come in, join in the fun, try and better yourself, and get up into team one, and just see what you can do. Give it a go. Have so, a no. Thank you. Absolutely. No dramas. Okay. Um, well, I think we can probably wrap things up. Um, I just want to say, mate, it's been an absolute um, uh, pleasure to have you on the show tonight and um, you know, get to know you a bit better and we could talk, we talked all things HCR2 and, and we got to know you on a bit of a personal basis as well, Camo. So it's, um, it's a pleasure to have you on tonight, mate. And we, we, we thank you for your time and, and we appreciate it. And it's been a pleasure to have you here. Uh, thanks very much, GDR. You're a great guy, and thank you for the invite. And thanks, Eva, Pete, Just Chill, uh, Brobot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, guys. It's it's been fun. Hopefully, I haven't rattled on with too much crap. But thank you. No, it's been, it's great. been a great episode, mate. Um, and I just want to uh, have a sh- quick shout out to um, Alfie. Uh, it's mate. Uh, Sorry you couldn't be here tonight, but we'll see you back in two weeks. And thank you to Just Till for filling in for him tonight. All good. Yeah, thank you very much, Till. Been great. So, who um, who we got in two weeks' time, GDR? Well, that, that particular person that I was going to have on the show hasn't got back to me yet, so it's a little bit disappointing. Um, so at this stage, um, I'm still working on, on a guest for the next episode. Um, I've got a few people in mind and I am going to talk to my fellow co-hosts about it after this episode and we will surprise the, uh, the listeners next week. Excellent. So no problem. at the moment, at the moment, nobody, uh, but we will have somebody, but, uh, our, our previous guest, uh, uh Sorry, never got back to us. So, uh, which is a which is a shame, but that's okay. We can come on at a later a later stage. Um, but we will surprise you, listeners, next in two weeks. Excellent. And uh, and for for and for, for four weeks after that, uh, I don't know yet who we're going to have on, but um, there's a couple of people that I'd love to have on as well. But there's a I, I, as um, as Brobot mentioned before, we want to get some um, New Zealand uh, talent on the show, guys. So you New Zealanders, uh, send us a message, myself, Eva or Pete, and, you know, come on the show because we uh, need to have you guys represented on this podcast uh, as well. So, yeah, 
So get your butt over here. Exactly, exactly. Don't blame the time difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for, for everything. Thanks, Camo. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And um, thanks for the episode. Thanks, guys. Have a night, See ya. Bye.